right. Welcome, welcome to our second base camp training. This is a historic morning. <laughs> Excited. We've got some great stuff coming up. Um, we're going to start off with the recap and refresh section of the journal. We're going to go into some wins of the week. I'm excited to highlight a couple folks on our team and what they've been accomplishing. There will be, and then, then we'll have a brief training called Top Three How to Share Advocare Without Being Weird. So I'm looking forward to diving into that. Um, let me pull up real quick my screen share. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get to that keynote real quick. And as always, please drop questions in the comments as we go. If you have anything that you'd like me to, to touch on and uh, you know, we'll have a brief section at the end for that as well. So without further ado, um, here is the agenda for the day. So let me know if you guys can see that. We should be good. Just wanna double check my screen share. Yep, we should be awesome. Okay, so first thing I wanted to look at is our first sprint recap. Motivation is what, you, what gets you started. Habit is what keeps you going. Jim Run, wonderful quote there. So this portion of our journal is super important because we get to look back on our last five days and really take stock of what we were able to accomplish and, and how we can best move forward. So if you haven't already done this, this morning, I encourage you to knock this out, this first sprint recap, before we go into our refresh day or where we're unplugged completely, because this will really set you up for the next week. So we want to look at what was my major accomplishment during this sprint. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, what was the biggest win? And this could be as simple as you were able to sample a few people with, with Spark. This could have been an event that you did. But, but take stock of that. Next, we're going to look at what, are you what were your two biggest struggles during the sprint and two possible solutions for those struggles. So I know for me, one of, the, one of my biggest struggles this last sprint was the nightly planning, being specific in that because I felt sometimes I get quite exhausted before I go to bed in the evenings. I don't know if any of you can relate to this, but it's, sometimes it's hard for me to lock in and focus and plan the next day because I'm so tired. And I said, well, I'll just, I kind of know what I need to do. And so I, I didn't do my nightly planning um, a couple times during the sprint. And that affected my next day, even though I wasn't, you know, I wasn't not effective at all. I was less effective than I could have been because I went into the day without that solid plan of action. Um, so my solution to that struggle is to definitely lock in my evening planning. And I think I'm going to do it a little bit earlier in the day. Um, I might even start doing it before dinner and before I really start to shut down for the day. Um, and then two accomplishments that I am most proud of. That section is wonderful. Thoughts, ideas, and notes. And then filling in your current progress to your 80-day goal. So. We've got a lot of people that are coming on board with Basecamp. This, this last week has sort of been kind of a, a, a week to settle in. Um, so, you know, making sure that you're keeping your vision on that 80-day 80 goal, 80 goal once a week and kind of refreshing on that and looking at your progress is going to be a key thing as we go throughout this. Next section is the second five-day sprint. So 
the micro goal that we'll accomplish during the sprint, it's going to be really important to lay this out today so that on Monday you know what you're going for for the next five days. Three specific actions I will take to accomplish this micro goal. One positive habit I will implement over the next 10 days and my action plan to implement this habit. So I just wanted to highlight that uh, little portion of your journal so that you, you make sure that you knock that out because that'll really help you going into your second five-day sprint. And to make, you know, it's, it's, it's important to realize, like, we're not going to be perfect in this, you know, but that the fact that we're committed to pursuing our goal and taking the small steps that it takes to get there is what really matters. So, um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited about this upcoming week. I'm going to stop my share real quick. So we've got uh, Kelly, Kelly Corper on the line here. So I want to honor her time. And I, I wanted to bring her on to share her weekly win. We're going to start doing this with folks that are doing the base camp program. So mom, um, go ahead and share with us uh, either one win or a couple wins real quick that, that you experienced this week. Uh, and uh, I'll turn the time over to you. Okay, can you hear me? Yep, you're good. Okay. Um, I was excited this week because I was able to go back to a school where for Rebecca's uh, cousin, Amanda, we had done a spark party about, oh, three weeks ago. And really wasn't sure what a second spark party at the same location would be like because I'd never done that before. And I'd, I've had a few spark parties and they're really, really fun because teachers love spark, helps them through the afternoon with students. And it was basically a tasting party and having an opportunity to talk about the 180 and other things like that. So we came in just not knowing exactly what, if we were just gonna be talking to totally new people or if we were actually gonna get the follow-up that we wanted to have with the people who had come to the first spark party and and um and some new people that you know would benefit from the products so it was really really fun because when you have a follow-up when people have actually taken product from the first time that you um have an event with them and they're excited and walking in like I don't know, bubbling over. Like I had a few people saying, oh, I love my spark so much and I can't wait to order it. And then I had another person who actually jumped on the 24-day on the jump start and was seeing results and talking about how um, people were noticing and how great she felt. And so then other people were asking her questions. And so actually it wasn't even that much directed by Rebecca and I, it was mostly a fun conversation between people who were um, enthralled about what had happened already. And so I loved it. And then I loved it because Rebecca is getting a chance to really talk about her results and her determination really came through on that. So what I'm saying here is um, this kind of um, relates to one of my goals for the week which was to really focus on my follow-ups. I think a lot of times we, um, we plant a lot of seeds, we throw seeds around, and then we can't remember where we planted them, so we can't go check on the plants that we've um, started to nurture. And that was a case where I did what my goal was for the week, where I really followed up and was able to add more value to the people who 
had come to the first meeting and meet some more people as well. And so I don't know, it was just an example of how great follow-up is. And I'm, I'm still really not wonderful at that. A lot of times I will <clears throat> let people slip through the cracks as far as just checking back and finding out how they liked Spark or how they liked whatever it was that, that um, we offered them. And so it was exciting. Thanks for sharing. I love that. You know, as, as, as you were sharing, I was, I was kind of reflecting on this last week and what we had talked about in our first Zoom. And uh, let, me, let me share real quick because I feel, like, um, I feel like some of these things were pulled out. When we talk about like the five key principles that we talked about last time, you know, key principle number four, a commitment to purposeful follow-up. This is something that you've seen in your business this last week. As a, as a huge win and, and being focused on that leads to an environment and experience of fun and positivity. And that's, that's really powerful. I love that. Thanks for sharing. Okay. Awesome. Well, let's move right along into our top three, how to share advocate without being weird. <laughs> um, this I this this is I think uh, an important subject because a lot of people I don't know I think getting started we want to make sure that we uh, when we talk to friends and family and other people around us it's important to not be weird about it and so there there are really three things that I wanted to highlight with you guys that I think will help as you go into the marketplace um, to be confident in what you're talking about and how you're talking about it. And instead of potentially uh, burning bridges, which some people do when they're selling a product and sharing it with people that they're close with, we're going to be building bridges with this. And, and that's, that's going to be really neat to watch. Um, so first, first key, you could call it a principle or tip or focus, is to know your experience slash your truth. Practice. It. By that, I mean practice sharing it, write it out. And so your experience unique to you is where you were in life when you heard about Advocare and tried the products, what happened as a result of that, and then what you're looking forward to because of your experience. Those three simple pieces of your experience and your truth are vital for you to be able to describe to people in a conversation. What it isn't is it's not a presentation to people, but it's a conversation. So you should know very clearly how to describe each of these, these pieces of your experience and your truth when it comes to, to Avicare. And although it sounds a little mundane uh, to practice it or write it out, I can promise you guys that by doing that, you'll have more clarity in how you talk about things with people. And it's the clarity that matters because clarity allows us to have brevity and brevity allows us to have power in what we say. Because <laughs> I've experienced this, I've done this, and, and uh, it's not necessarily very productive when we talk way too much about something we're excited about. And, uh, and that can kind of be a turnoff for people in a conversation because they don't feel listened to. And when people don't feel listened to, they kind of turn off and they move on mentally. So again, knowing the, the key 
key elements of where you were, what happened and where you're going, and then being able to weave those into conversations with people is a great way to become a master of sharing advocate without being weird. We come across as weird when we dump on people. Like I was just mentioning, if we talk too much, then people are just, this is, this is weird. You're like, who talks for five minutes straight about a supplement company? It just, it just it doesn't happen in normal life. But, you know, sharing simple, simple truths with people does. And so that's, that's something I would encourage you to do. And writing it out, like you can be a little bit more, uh, you know, in depth when you're writing out your experience, but that will allow you to boil it down. So when I talk about my experience with AdvoCare, where I was when I first really got a hold of the products, I was in college, I was tired. I was working five part-time jobs. I was under-recovered from my training. Um, and I needed a way to gain strength and increase my performance for my senior year in college. So that's where I was. And I can go into more detail about that. But I have some, some key bullet points there. What happened? I talked to my strength coach, somebody that I trusted about how to overcome these obstacles that I was facing. And he mentioned AdvoCare and that I would love the products and that they were safe for me to take. And so then describing that experience of what happened as I took the products, the recovery that I felt. And in this, in this portion, I talk about how I feel now and what I'm excited about, what I've been experiencing lately. And then speaking to where I'm going, it's, it's now become something that's moved well beyond just me and what I love and, and like from my passion and, and how I'm feeling about that with baseball. And it's turned into my family's health and longevity for my life and for my fitness so that I can be with my family and do the things that I love. But even more importantly, like I, I love sharing that with others because I've seen how it can benefit their lives and their goals. And so being able to go into specifics there is, is very important. So, but I've written that out and, and I, it's part of sort of a frequent exercise as I'll sit down and I'll kind of write out those things and it keeps things fresh. So that's important is to know your experience, know it in and out. If you don't, you're going to be at a loss when you try to talk about things and you'll start talking about the, the, the kind of the, the bullet points of what Abacare is like, Oh, you know, it's a science and medical advisory board. And, um, you know, it's uh, the, the products are third party tested and it's based in Plano, Texas and all this kind of stuff. It's great to know those things like the, the bullet points of what Avicare's company is and what the products are, but it's most impactful to know your truth and your experience as it relates to Avicare and share that because that's, what's really going to get people to follow you and to want to experience what you're experience, experiencing. Now, second is to forget thyself. <laughs> this goes for any element of sharing Avicare, whether it's like outbound where you're reaching out to people or it's inbound where people are talk talking to you about it, like asking you about it. Forget yourself. It's not about you. It's about them. If you can remember that, that's going to that's gonna really uh, lead your conversation with that individual, whether it's through, you know, Instagram, like if they're direct messaging you or Facebook, or if they called you or texted you or it's in person, like whatever medium it's in, forgetting yourself is a key, a key piece in this, because there, when you do that, 
you're less likely to uh, talk and more likely to ask questions and listen. And when, again, when people feel listened to, then they, they, they feel attracted to that solution, the thing that you're talking about with them. I've felt this multiple times as I've talked to friends about different things. The, the quickest turnoff is somebody who you feel isn't listening to you, but it's just pitching you on a product or a good or service. So, you know, this, 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 what this looks like in conversations is it looks like, like a, a moment in time where you might feel like, okay, now I can share this, but instead, because you're forgetting about yourself, you'll ask a question. So that question will lead to more details. You want to discover more details about what they need, what the customer needs. And forgetting yourself is the way to do that. So third, always remember the golden rule of inviting. And this is specific to sharing intentionally advocate with people, like going out and actually talking to a friend or a family member um, with the intent to talk about Avocare, whatever, whatever area that might be in. Um, and I guess it could apply also to the inbound, like when people are reaching out to you, but specifically like last week, uh, the action item was to create your list of people and to have different subjects that they might be interested in sports performance, recovery activity, and those kind of things. Um, and so with that list in hand, of course, you're going to be reaching out to and inviting other people. So the golden rule of inviting is to invite others as you would invite yourself. So this is whether it's to try Spark or to attend a workshop or um, you know anything that's related to learning more about Advocare, invite people as you would want to be invited yourself. Would you want to be invited with a copy and paste text that you know has been sent to 50 other people on Facebook? Of course not. Would you appreciate a personal invitation <clears throat> that's directed to your needs and straightforward? Absolutely. Um, you know, even if it's like, here's, here's a key little training tip that I think is really important when reaching out to other people. I feel like <clears throat> some people will reach out to friends or family and catch up with them, like if they haven't talked to them for a while, and then they'll bring in care to the conversation. And so what unintentionally ends up happening is that the individual who's being reached out to might feel like they're getting quote unquote backdoored that the only reason that this, that, that you were reaching out to them was to, to talk about Advocare, to sell a product. That's the last thing that we want to have happen. So in this golden rule of inviting, always remember that you want to lead with the purpose of why you're reaching out to them. I think that's a key thing. Um, so if your goal is to talk about Advocare, tell them that straight up. Hey, I'm reach I know we haven't talked in a long time. I'm reaching out to you. Wanted to share Advocare, a product that I've loved. It's helped me a lot. This is, this is how it's helped me. Uh, would you be open to talking about that? And oh, by the way, if it's not for you, that's fine. Totally fine. I'd still love to catch up. So that approach when, when talking to someone after a long time is a really good, good thing to keep in mind. And, and it falls in line with the golden rule of inviting. Um, I've had friends who have caught up with me and then presented a business opportunity and it feels like, or, or a product, and it feels like I am 
you know, the only reason they, they really want to talk to me is to get, to get that going. So <clears throat> those are three key things uh, as to how we can share Advocare without being weird. And, you know, really your whole goal is to listen and then to serve. Listen and serve. Offer a solution. Listen and offer a solution and be willing to serve and to help. And that's going to really pay off in the long run because people, even if they're not necessarily interested and the timing's not right for them at that time, they'll walk away from that experience with a positive, um, a positive view of what you're doing. And that law of lag time will come back around eventually. Um, and, and, and in a lot of cases, it takes, takes time for people to come back around and, um, and it's cool because if you do it the right way, if you share the right way, then, uh, you know, over time, you're able to really uh, see people come back, customers. So um, with that, I want to kind of wrap this up. But questions, anybody, as we, uh, as we wrap this, this Zoom training up? Let's see. Chris? Yeah. Um, I'm having a hard time figuring out habits that will help me accomplish my goal. So okay. can you give a few examples of those? I mean, one thing I'm trying to control my phone use, my social media, because I'm like a squirrel, like I... I get on Facebook to send a person a message and then pretty soon 10 minutes has gone by and I mm -hmm. send the message and I looked at other, a whole bunch of other things and then it was yeah. like, oh, wait, what, what, why did I get on here? <laughs> so that was a habit I really am working on, but can you maybe throw out some other examples? Yeah, totally. Um, and so just so I understand your question, you, are you re referring to the journal, like the positive hab habit I will implement? Or just yes. in general, like yes. habits that we can... Okay. No. Yeah. I think this is, so this is a great, great question. And um, to kind of preface my, my response, I would say that Advocare, because it is on the side of what we do for most people, um, and, it, and that's how it's designed to be, it, like what has to happen, and I was, talking to, I was talking to you about this, I think, mom, a little while ago, is building an advocate business has to become a part of our lifestyle. It's an interesting way to think about it because it's built in our discretionary time. And so what we've been previously doing in our discretionary time is not building an advocate business, right? Because it hasn't been a part of the, the, the scene. But when it becomes a part of the scene and it's, you have a goal to make income with it, whatever that may be, like our lifestyle literally has to change because the way we use our discretionary time has to change. And so to answer your question, mom, like figuring out time and how we use it is a key, key thing. So I'm going to share my screen with you guys real quick again. Um, so you can see a visual here of my Google calendar. Uh, I haven't quite totally mapped out next week yet, but if you look back at this week, um, you'll see here that I have blocks of time where I, I call it deep work. And this is going to look different for everybody. But for me, the deep work 
has become a habit that I implement. And in that deep work session, I eliminate distractions and focus on singular tasks without, without any uh, deviation. So here you can see if I click on my deep work, I have things that I'm moving through. Living Lean and Strong Keynote, Packages, Giveaways, 180 Program and Incentives, Lean Life Method Structure and Challenges, you know, and some other stuff there. And um, so what I do there is I use a, an app called Pomodoro. Um, and you could even use the timer on your phone. But what I do is I set a timer for that amount of time that I'm working. And I've, I've gotten into like 60 minute sessions with a five to 10 minute break in between. But during that 60 minutes, it, oftentimes I'll put my phone on airplane mode and focus on one singular task. Now you could apply this to your business in a really powerful way because you might only have 30 minutes in a day that you can really build your advocate business or 40 minutes. So for that time frame, what you can say to yourself is, all right, boom, timer starts. I'm following up with these 20 people, sending off these text messages, setting up these appointments, done. And you do that <clears throat> for the, uh, you do that for the duration of that time frame. So that's something that's been a huge help for me. And I've only really started doing that recently, but my productivity has shot through the roof since I've done that. Um, Another habit that I know is extremely high ROI or return on investment is the nightly planning session. Something that I'm working on right now, like I mentioned, making sure that you're every single night, you're looking at your next day and your action items. That's a habit that can really pay off big time. So it's not that we need to, <clears throat> in my opinion, like eliminate social media or anything like that or take any drastic measures. I think just being aware of that time and blocking it out in a schedule format is huge because then you can funnel your activities into that time frame. Anything that could be distracting, you can eliminate because you know that you're focused in for that time. So it's a great question. Cool. Any others? Well, speak now or forever hold your peace because uh, we're ready to rock and roll into this Saturday. Um, and, and then into our second five-day sprint. This will be posted on our Vimeo. You'll see the link in our WhatsApp a little bit later today. And then I'll also put it on the Champions Mind podcast, which is on iTunes and um, Google Play. So you can revisit this, this training topic. And I will be posting more videos <clears throat> throughout the week on different training topics, three to five minutes, how to use the product navigator, how-to, how-tos, like, uh, you know, just simple things you guys can plug into and check out throughout the week. But most importantly, as a walk away from this, make sure that you fill out your journal, that you look forward into the next week, and that you partner up with the people that are here leading the charge from, uh, from an experience and leadership standpoint. Uh, we have some awesome folks helping us out. And uh, myself included, like all of you here who are listening to this or to the replay, reach out to me with your goals. I will help you work through them individually specifically and uh, clearly so that you feel like you have a great not only action plan but you have the chops to to fill it out and make, make it happen so um it's all about execution right like we can set all the goals we want in life and be excited about you know building our income and all this kind of stuff but it, unless we go out and execute like today 
then it's not going to happen. So I encourage you to be execution focused and action oriented and things will work out as you do that. Like you will learn as you go. And, um, and I'm excited to, to move forward into this next week. So with that, you guys have an awesome Saturday and we will talk soon. Looking forward to next Saturday's training, 6.30 a.m. We'll be there bright, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. But in time, let's get after it this next week. And you guys have, have an awesome, uh, awesome Saturday. See you guys.